0: Welcome to Survivor, mates. Uh, we have such a big week of an Australian Survivor to recap, so that's why I'm talking very quickly. Hi, Emily.
1: Hi, it's Survivor mates. We're gonna talk about Survivor.
0: <laughs> Even a quick version of the theme song, which I really do appreciate.
1: <laughs> what a week! What
0: a week! Uh, should we just jump into it? Should we just get going? Because we've yeah. had, we have three amazing episodes to talk through, okay?
1: Such great things. First
0: of all, we start with bed dramas. This is, this is open on bed dramas. <laughs> I'm still to this day not even completely sure what happened.
1: I'll tell you what happened. Kylie, Kylie puts up with a lot and she never complains about anything. And then she decided to be a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just that one little glimpse of complaining and then, oh my, and didn't Jenna Louise speak up? Oh. Wasn't she just ready to go, I'll just say it. Like really, I'll just really say really what's Kylie, going on. Kylie here.
1: is like Jenna Louise's like saving grace, yet in this situation <laughs> fully under the bus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, it was incredible, uh, and it just made me think as well that like people are tired.
1: Oh, you can see it.
0: People are hungry. There's still a hundred days to go.
1: <laughs> hundred days. <laughs>
0: As, as far as dramas go, like um, when we, because you and I, Amberly, we're massive fans of US Survivor, right? So we,
1: we are, yes, indeed, we've
0: seen dramas, right? We've seen people who know they've been voted out, so they have thrown r- rice, trail
1: mix scandals,
0: <laughs> they have thrown, thrown rice in the fire.
1: Yep, Jatia.
0: Burnt underwear, um, but this is just someone sh- shuffling in a bed.
1: Once again, very high school drama. There's a lot of high school drama in Survivor, and it just it just seems like everyone hates poor Kylie. Like Kylie can be quite annoying in in her confessionals, but everyone just hates her. The poor dear. <laughs>
0: and remember in like before Australian survivor started and it was like week one you were like she's got the winner quote she's going to win I think
1: I still think she could win because only because she had the winner quote not because how she's playing at
0: all <laughs> um yeah well we needed something from her and what we got from her the next morning was an apology that kind of just kind <laughs> of an apology <laughs> look there were tears <laughs> there's
1: always tears I
0: just I just was watching this and I was like this alone, and I've been watching a lot of this series with my girlfriend. But I still alone mm. just shouted at the screen, "What is happening? <laughs> what, is, what is happening right now?" It was just a school camp vibe, and I just couldn't work it out. Hey,
1: Matt, you know what's really interesting? What there are so many girls left in the game. Kat, Bianca, and Tegan are the only girls who have been who have been voted out. Everyone else has been boys. There are only like two boys left in at this point. Like. They're getting rid of the boys, which is really bizarre in Survivor. Usually, you'll find that they, um, well, boys are generally pretty safe up until the actual merge. And then from there, Mm -hmm. they drop Mm -hmm. like flies because people want them for the challenges. Whereas they've just been going like, boy. Boy out boy boy after boy after boy after strong boy as well for this entire season, which is so unlike Survivor generally.
0: Sure, and there's well there's two things about these three episodes that we're about to talk about. First of all, we lose one of the strongest boys I think I've ever <laughs> seen. And I've never said the phrase strongest boys <laughs> before. <laughs> And second of all, we have one of the most awkward pitchings of a female alliance that I have ever seen.
1: Oh, Kylie. But
0: we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I
1: feel like there's going to be a female alliance in this game where, like just out of the fact there will be no boys left at some point. Right,
0: just out of necessity in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than genitals, which is, which is right, fine, I guess. <laughs> anyway, the next thing I noticed was Connor looked sad.
1: Baby Connor. A Poor Vival. like I feel like they're all sad all the time because they just keep losing and they're so hungry and they keep seeing their friends over the other side get all these cool toys and they just have to sit and just wait and just keep voting out their friends.
0: Well, you know what? I just thought that Andy, and you know how much I love Andy, <laughs> <laughs> especially through his confessionals, I just loved Andy and everything Andy had to say. But when I was watching Poor Baby Connor, I was like, Was this his one friend on the island?
1: No, I think I think baby Connor was sad because Kate flipped and he Mm. likes Kate. Yeah,
0: okay, we'll get to that. Oh, yes, (laughs) we'll get to that. Oh, that that
1: was adorable. No, that was the most adorable thing I've ever seen. We
0: will unpack, um, Connor's relationship (laughs) with Kate. Kate over the course of these three episodes because they're so
1: sweet.
0: My god.
1: There's a lot of high school drama, and then there's kind of like I don't know, like year one friendship. As
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody literally hand their trust to somebody, <laughs> but we we got to see it this week. Um, all right, so the remaining four in the alliance yes. who are like Sue, Craig, uh, and Connor, I guess they start to question kate they're like why why did andy go what what happened well, sue, sue
1: still trust kate and then kate kate gets like really upset that she, that she went against connor and i feel like that definitely wins her back like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> emily i loved what happened next so much there is <laughs> so um just to set the scene there's there's <laughs> Kate in the water being a bit upset that she went against her alliance and Connor's, oh, Connor's as mad as Connor can be.
1: Connor. <laughs> which is not very mad.
0: <laughs> and then decides to go confront Kate. So th- this is how the confrontation goes. First of all, it starts with small talk, which is about mainly <laughs> getting the smell out of clothes using sand. <laughs>
1: Aww.
0: And then after Connor was like, I'm gonna confront Kate, Kate is the one who has to bring it up. And, to- <laughs> and then and then this is what I love the most, is that Connor says, Come here to Kate as in like come here for a hug and then doesn't follow it up with a hug at all.
1: I love them, Matt. I love them so much. <laughs>
0: So he just kind of slides over in the water, and the only physical contact between the two is a light touch on the shoulder.
1: oh they're so sweet they're in your one, and they're in love with each other
0: okay can I ask do you think they're in love with each other because
1: no, I think they're in love with each other in in the way that you ones are your ones are in love with each other. <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> oh, that would just be the sweetest romance in Survivor history. I... Oh,
1: my God. They're both just as sweet as kids.
0: Okay, so what happens was the Alliance goes, you know what? You know who the rat here is? It's Phoebe. We've got a gun for her. We've got to get her out.
1: Yeah, which is true. She is she is the one that is doing all the things. <laughs> now,
0: n- <laughs> now at this point, how do you feel about Phoebe's gameplay? Because you've always been like, she's made some confusing moves. <laughs>
1: No, I do. I do think, like overall, over the whole stretch of Phoebe's game, she did a really great job, and she was put in some really tough spots, and she like got out of them, which is more than most players can say. All
0: right, and this episode was. Her... I have full
1: respect for Phoebe. Still, I'll never understand a couple of the moves she made, but full respect for her game.
0: And this episode, she got out of probably one of her toughest positions ever. I, I, with a, with a... it
1: was so. Bizarre how all the chips completely fell into place for Phoebe though. Like the the amount of like setup they were showing for her like game to go completely perfectly. I was like, what's happening? What's going to go wrong? Where's the thing that's going to go wrong? And it never happened. <laughs> it just all played out too perfectly. <laughs> so Connor, um, so Phoebe decides that she's going to have to get on Connor's side, which is absolutely true. And then Connor tells poor baby, sweet baby Connor, tells Phoebe that he'll let her know if it's her, baby Connor. Uh, which is exactly. What Phoebe needs. <laughs>
0: what are you doing? Don't tell anyone. You
1: never do that. <laughs> Don't
0: tell anyone anything in Survivor. If there's a bit of information that someone doesn't need to know, you do not tell them it. The whole oh. game. This is, this is how – if I was playing Survivor, this is how I would play it. It's about controlling yep. information. Yeah,
1: information is power. And
0: making sure the numbers are on your side. So if there's not a reason to tell someone something – like, this just proof, like this just proves how powerful information is in this game. But doesn't
1: it also prove, like, what a good person Connor and Kate is, and how maybe they they might be a bit too good for this game, as in, like, too good of like a, a person. <laughs> To play this cutthroat game.
0: Well, well, so this is the thing, right? So Phoebe knew she had to find a crack in the in the Type 4 yeah. of our alliance. So she's like, I'm going to go for the weakest, weakest point Aww. that I can see, which is baby Connor. But little does she know that earlier Connor has t- touched Kate's shoulder. <laughs> So he decides to be honest. And, I
1: mean, they're tight. Yeah. You can't break that bond. No,
0: no. There was a shoulder touch, my friend. And so he goes, look, I can't help you, Phoebe. I can't help you. Not now. Maybe later in the game. Not now. But then kind of tells Phoebe that that he will tell her when she's going. Oh, oh.
1: So then we go over to Sinapu. Oh, finally. We have more of a Sam and Lee bromance. We love. They love this bromance. I know. And then we have... Lee Lee out there abs abs are showing catching tiny fish <laughs> and the girls are perving on the him the
0: tiniest of fish And
1: then Matt comes up obviously the lack of food and lack of sleep is getting to everyone because oh. they are all so ratty at each other Matt's make some weird comment to Brooke Matt gets all jealous and Brooke gets all weird this like it is like this Sinapu tribe they've had too much given to them and they're just getting bratty. <laughs> <What's> in- <laughs>
0: We're seeing spoiled kids.
1: Everything is so childish. I know, which is why
0: I can't wait for the new season of US Survivor, which is going to be literally Gen Y versus bratty
1: children, bratty
0: children, millennials or whatever they're calling them <laughs> these days. And but but what was Matt's comment? That was a that was a a, um, a strange one. It does read like somebody who is jealous or somebody who oh
1: he's a completely jealous, 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 he's completely jealous, jealous.
0: jealous. <laughs> but, but
1: But then what? like Brooke's reaction was also stupid, like just <laughs> Oh guys, just play the game. <laughs> Don't play the childhood taunts.
0: This is not the first time that Brooke has looked like she's wanted to flip either. She's like mentioned flipping before, before the merge. She, like right, right uh, the merge in inverted commas, uh, when, when, before they did the schoolyard pick that just overpowered Sinapu something <laughs> chronic, she was talking about um, maybe Matt's got the game figured out and Matt's playing the game so hard maybe, True. maybe we need to get rid of him. So it's not the first time we've, we've heard a talk like this. I
1: feel like this is the first time that Brooks talked about like doing something in the game though. Like its it seems like the first time she was like actually considering – doing something other than just riding Flick's coattails, which could be good for Brooke because she could definitely get into the, um, the trap of, of following coattails. So if she's thinking of making moves when she needs to make moves, hopefully she will. Sure. But obviously Sinapu will never have to make moves because they'll just win forever.
0: <laughs> I liked it in, the, I think it was the next episode, there were so many quotes about how they were kind of arrogance quotes, which is kind of what you see before, right. before a fall about them being so unbeatable and stuff like that. But, but just, they still
1: didn't fall. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: The entire um, like next week on Survivor, like just completely was like. We're doing so great. Look how great we're doing. Nothing could ever happen. I was like, oh, they're going to lose. No, they're not. No, they are not.
0: Um, Okay. So (laughs) the end result is Brooke looks like she wants to clump with the beautiful people and maybe toss a magician aside, make him disappear. (laughs) Um,
1: So we go to our first challenge. Coconut challenge. Yeah, coconut catapult. This was cool. I really enjoyed this challenge. Yeah,
0: it's kind of netball meets... But it did put
1: the onus on like a couple of people... Really hard, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was on like one or two people to win it.
0: Right, right. And it was kind of this weird netball meets wipeout meets connect four. Yeah, it was kind of that. <laughs> I wrote that down because I was How like, fun. I'm proud of that <laughs> analogy. <laughs> yeah. So. Good job, Matt. By the way, Connor sucks at Connect Four and he, and he said...
1: Oh, he, he doesn't quite get it, does he? He
0: said he said in the, like, I'll give you a minute to strategize section, he said, oh, I'll, I'm good at Connect Four. He actually claimed that.
1: Oh, baby Connor.
0: <laughs> Two things about this that I loved. First of all was um, JP saying that Coconut's out of play and looking like, fuck this, I went to NIDA. <laughs> The the second thing was was a name that I came out for. You know how you had um Aga Noah, you called them Aga Slower?
1: Oh, what have we got? Okay,
0: instead of Vaval, yeah. it's v- v- Bao
1: What? That's not a good
0: one. Okay, it goes v- v- Oh, you
1: mean like Vababau b- yeah. like that?
0: Yeah, like that.
1: Okay. Cuz you so, know v- Babau isn't a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's fine.
0: Thank you. Uh... So,
1: Sinapu obviously wins. Um, as always. Well,
0: Sue did say go top left, and and he
1: didn't. But he they didn't, still wouldn't have won if he if he had it. Of anyway, it wouldn't have made I any know. difference. Really,
0: no. Kylie just. But
1: it was a weird did. choice.
0: Yeah. Kylie did go top left, <laughs> and she did win.
1: True. So then we get back, and, like, Craig is grumpy as all hell. He gets really mad at a chicken. Like, this entire episode, he was a grumpy bum, <laughs> he, which made me think he was safe because they didn't give him any confessionals, and he was being grumpy as. And I was like, oh, he's safe.
0: Yeah, Craig. Because
1: why would they... Have him been grumpy so much and not give him a confessional?
0: Right, and but and Craig has always had some wicked facial expressions and the side eye that he threw sass. at sass. He's got sass. He's got great sass, and then he threw some side eye at a chicken, and I was like, "Oh, that- <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's I've never seen that before." You do
1: not want to be that chicken.
0: <laughs> Th- then the big moment in the game happens. Yep, Connor comes good on his promise.
1: Connor tells Phoebe. <laughs> Oh, Connor. Like, it literally couldn't have worked out any better for Phoebe. This is, like, it is, it's is—it's ridiculous. But Yeah,
0: somebody, well, first of all, Connor got the hug that he was searching for the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe, Phoebe lays one on him. I
1: just want a nice girl to give me a nice hug. <laughs>
0: And so now now this alliance of, of Phoebe and, and Christy are just aim are armed with the perfect information.
1: Don't you find every conversation Christy and Phoebe has is so like older sister, little sister, and and Phoebe will say something to Christy and Christy will completely parrot it back, like, please like me and it's so like heartbreaking to watch. Like she he'll be like Like Phoebe would be like, yeah, yeah, we need to get Craig out, and Christy would be like, yeah, yeah, we need to get Craig out every time. It's it's like oh, Christy, but then Christy does that amazing crying acting. Where did that come from?
0: Crocodile tears. It was
1: because she's she hasn't proved herself to be a great actor. In anything else, in any of the lying, yet here she broke down perfectly. It was quite bizarre. I don't know if it, if maybe she was just tired and hungry and it just came out at the right time
0: because <laughs> it worked a treat. Oh, didn't it just like everybody started feeling bad uh, for Phoebe yeah. and Christy and, you know, he was this open in- bit of information and then – What I loved is when Christy went and goes, oh, I'm going to go sit with Phoebe now on the beach, say our goodbyes. Phoebe just greets Christy with this mega smile.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because the chips have never fallen so perfectly into place ever before.
0: And Connor is learning a life lesson as we speak about lying.
1: Oh, baby Connor.
0: Sometimes you have to lie. (laughs) What have we learned, Connor? What have we learned? I want to sit him down after this game and go, Connor, what did we learn about how to play Survivor?
1: I feel like Connor's gone into this game an innocent, pure soul, and he's going to come out like a Russell Hance or something. It's going to ruin him. Good,
0: good. I want I want Connor to come back. No, and
1: not good. In
0: season 29 of Australian Survivor, we're in a second <laughs> chance season, and everyone go, and he's sits. When
1: it's like 100 days on the island.
0: <laughs> and he's sitting there as For a
1: like. A, is the prize money.
0: (laughs) He's sitting sitting there as a grizzled vet wearing some old army clothes and going, I'm not going to make the same mistake again, inexplicably chain-smoking. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, we get to Tribal. Phoebe plays her idol like a goddamn boss. She... Looks like a like a true badass, and it is great. But then our fave Craig goes, and I'm so sad. Oh,
0: well, first of all, isn't it great being an audience member when you know that the, the immunity idol is going to be played? Like because th- that was just a rare treat as an audience where you're like, oh, <laughs> everybody's so comforted, and and nobody. And we knew that Phoebe was safe and we just didn't know what that meant because they didn't show us any of that. But unfortunately, oh, boy, it meant Craig. Can
1: I ask it- you a question, though? If you were Phoebe, who would you have gotten out? Because mm. I wouldn't have gotten out Craig if I was her.
0: I always wanted – and I said this last week – I always wanted Phoebe and Craig to work together because I think they're they're, yeah. they're both very different but both very good players and the, the if they had combined forces and and joined numbers or power in some way i think the game would have been super interesting
1: and i think craig would have had the ability to look past gameplay and actually work with phoebe and he was the leader whereas I think Sue was the glue and I think Sue was the the right choice for Phoebe and she should have got Sue out because Sue's not going to forgive you for doing something like that. Sue's not going to work with no. you after that. Craig will and Craig is a great yeah. asset in the game and like having someone who is a leader be with you is so helpful in the game because people look past you and they look to the leader and then you don't seem like a threat. I just think it was a great move but I think it would have been better to be Sue. It probably would have even been better to be Connor. I thought Craig may have been the worst choice. Sue, I thought, was the best choice, though. Yeah,
0: sure. I agree with you with Sue. I don't know about Connor because I feel like Connor would come with you in the right circumstances. Um, I don't
1: know. I feel like if you – well, I thought personally that if you betrayed Connor, he wouldn't forgive, but that was proven um, to be not true in the next episode. But at this point I was like – like I just – I feel like she could have saved herself if she'd gone Sue. I I don't don't know for sure, but I feel like she might still be in the game if she'd gone Sue, I think
0: so, but it's one of those things I think that that the people who are most likely – sorry, I think it's one of those things that it's the people who are most like you 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 inexplicably have a problem with and I think she would have been watching the way that Craig played and gone, this is too scary for me, I don't want to work with this, I want to get rid of this. But
1: even like just to the fact that Sue – isn't helping in challenges either like maybe they maybe they could have won something it just i it, it seemed like the wrong choice all round. yeah
0: i agree with you i think it was the wrong choice to make
1: and once and once we get to the real merge like sue's not nobody's going to think about sue everyone's going to think about craig they want to they're going to want to get craig out cuz he's a challenge beast right so i just yeah I feel like it was a, it was a great move, but I feel like it could have been better.
0: Yep, yep, right. And, and but how good was that moment when she whipped out the idol and she had a little speech prepared? too? it was great. She must have been. It was so great. She must have been thinking about that for the last um, six hours because because she was like, "Oh, I wasn't included in the decision," and I was like, "Yeah, you you go, <laughs> you go Phoebe, you legend."
1: <laughs> and um, so we lost Craig, who was really the heart and the soul of the tribe. <laughs>
0: Oh man. I hope I hope one day, Amberly, you and I are drinking out in Melbourne somewhere and we see Craig in a bar. Yeah. Because I you know oh, what
1: Oh god, I'd love it. I'd love to be friends with Craig. I love him.
0: I have never um understood how um say for example when friends of ours inexplicably watch The Bachelor, which I think is the worst show in existence,
1: <laughs> he yep. says
0: on an Australian Survivor podcast. But um <laughs> I think that, and they they see like a bachelorette or um, one of the contestants or one of the bachelors out in the street, and they get so excited and so like, oh, should I talk to them? Should I talk to them? I've never understood that. However, I have also never been in the same country and as a survivor contestant. So
1: is is Craig a Melbournean? I hope
0: so. I've I actually have no idea. Um, I feel like it would be Melbourne or Sydney. One I'm sure
1: them. we'll be friends with him soon, Matt. I'm sure it's on the cards for us. <laughs>
0: Look, he probably listens to this.
1: <laughs> I think all the survivors listen to this, don't they, Matt?
0: Well, you know what? Here's what, here's what someone said to me. They said that if if yeah. they were ever on a reality TV show and you get, like, your 15 minutes of fame and that kind of fate, and so, you know, yeah. five years from now uh, when you're like, <laughs> oh, remember when I was an Australian survivor? I'm going to Google and try and find Everything about my time on that thing so I can read it and remember that time. Hey so, Craig,
1: hey Craig, give us give us a call. We'll we'll go out for a beer with you. Um we love you. <laughs> think you did a great job, mate.
0: Thanks for, for understanding what I was getting at, because that's absolutely what it's hoping. We don't care if it's, you know, uh, 2021 and we're having a beer in Melbourne, finally, <laughs> we will still absolutely take that invitation. So
1: I think if they ever if they ever have a returning season, a returning player season, the two people they'd have on would be Phoebe and Craig, for sure. I
0: hope so. And all, and also, gr- at this grizzled point, veteran at least. Connor. And maybe Dez.
1: Oh, Dez! <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to keep going on. Uh, Episode two. Yes. So, we get back to, we get back to Tribe. Everyone's interrogating Christy, and it's a terrible time. Then we go to Sinapu, and they're having a great time seeing a rainbow.
0: <laughs> the rainbow is described by Kylie as magic. <laughs> <laughs> However... It's very clearly uh, not. That's, it's light how, and physics. Yep,
1: that's how weather works. Then we get Christy fishing with pants.
0: Rowan's pants too. Rest in peace, Rowan. I
1: kind of love Christy. <laughs> like she's such a... <laughs> she's such a funny character i started
0: to wonder if she was falling apart again because she did fall apart very early days and i was like oh no here is a woman fishing with pants up a tree i
1: feel like we kind of watched her fall apart over the next two episodes if i'm honest <laughs> i feel like we what? didn't end with a whole christy
0: well she's still there so you know true we, we get to watch it play out a little longer so then, um so sue is mad yep
1: she thinks christy and phoebe are snakes she's so mad See she could have got sue out, I think Craig might, I think Craig would have been grumpy as like grumpy with a chicken grumpy, but like I think he would have respected it,
0: yeah, and if, and I think he also would have gone if he needed to, work with these people. Absolutely. Like, he wouldn't hold yes. a grudge. He absolutely wouldn't. Um, so
1: we go, the next challenge is finally not a not a physical challenge, not a puzzle challenge. It's finally something else. It's a, it's a memory challenge for a Samoan lunch. Memory. But yep. the vow still loses.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Kate beat the <laughs> mentalist, which I thought was interesting because I thought if you're a mentalist yeah, cool. slash magician, as Matt is, you should surely be good at remembering stuff. But, but no. Is
1: that that is that what a mentalist
0: does? I think so. I think this is
1: like re- good at reading body cues and stuff. Yeah.
0: Look, who knows what a mentalist does? It's not a real job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brooke uh, um, remembers eight things and then wins it again for Sunavu.
1: Yay. Of course. <laughs> They're never going to lose.
0: No, no, no. I'm still enjoying it. <laughs>
1: well we know we're gonna merge soon so there may be they may never lose ever in the entire game yeah. so then there's a big Sinapu feast seafood seafood yeah seafood upon seafood upon upon octopus is what Kylie says and I was like that's yes. the stupidest thing anyone's ever said but then Matt comes in and says it's like actually legit food
0: <laughs> and I thought oh no
1: he, he did it he had a worse thing to say about it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Nick is just losing his <laughs> shit again because anytime Nick sees food, he just screams at it. <laughs> also, did you notice when we're talking about things that people said, Lee also said um, to go home and have the feast there, and he's talking about how we didn't even have to cook anything, it's just there prepared for us. It sounds like he's having a dig at the time that they had to cook their own Hungry Jacks burgers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we had to put a put a burger together. I had to get the bread, and then I had to put the meat on it. And it wasn't even already assembled.
0: Look, we're, we're going to talk about Hungry Jacks very soon because. <laughs>
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> because
0: we've got another product placement. Once
1: again, another subtle <laughs> advertising feature.
0: Um, so we're getting a lot of quotes. So,
1: they go a bit crazy. They, 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 once again, just they can't handle themselves around food. They're getting quite bratty and quite overindulgent. Lee even says he's like a fat king in medieval times <laughs> and I think that's exactly how they're acting. Once again, overindulge, once again, very sick.
0: And we're also getting a lot of quotes about Sanapu being unbeatable. Uh, And they're really excited about that.
1: Which they are. (laughs) They completely are unbeatable.
0: (laughs) I just brushed over that, but I thought they were being set up for a fall pretty bad. (laughs) They
1: really were, but it never happened. (laughs) So then we go to Sad Vival, and they're just so downbeated. And then Christy has a um, confessional, and I noticed her job is a senior account executive, which is perhaps... The vaguest job title in the entire world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just three words. That's not a job. <laughs> Senior account executive. I
0: don't know. What? I don't know if I'd want Christy working on my account.
1: No. <laughs> Is it of a puppy farm? <laughs> Well, I hope it's of a puppy farm.
0: She she's suggesting snails for dins.
1: Oh uh, yep, had a bit of a snail time once again. Everything that happens in Survivor is shown on the
0: television. Also, here's what I've realised: is Connor is really bad at making people feel better. He just comes <laughs> in with this little half joke, half smile, and goes, "Oh well, we 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 don't need food. We've got rice, right, guys?" <laughs> just nobody gives him anything.
1: S- slight pat on the shoulder. <laughs> N- slight, slight nudge. Uh, so
0: yeah. So then we got the eating snails, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Great television. Then we go to Sinapu and they're at this point very sick. Sam vomits, and then whilst hunched over and vomiting, eats more food. <laughs> now, come on, guys, cool down.
0: I heard at one point somebody ask in the background I don't know who it was. It was probably like a Sam or a Matt or someone like that said, Can you die from eating too much? <laughs>
1: And they would have been sincere.
0: Oh man! So th- then we get Kylie's the most confusing chat.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: Of all time.
1: To be fair, like it's a pretty um, fine move, but it just seems like everybody just dislikes Kylie so much that it just is the most awkward time ever.
0: Her suggestion was so. Her suggestion was fine, like you say. It was, hey, how about we have a female alliance? Alliance. Um, and the, yeah. the the editors of Australian Survivor, who've done a pretty good job this season, just edit that awkward silence to perfection. Like I'm surprised they did not edit <laughs> like, literally green screen in and tumbleweed going across that. <laughs> but w- what the hell?
1: No, I think I feel like the girl should have, I don't know, like maybe not generally. She's not really in a position to do that. But I think Flick could have encouraged it more to make Kylie feel like that she's Like you always Want people to feel like They're a part of something Even if they're not
0: Sure Sure She she fell out of my Likely to win list With that suggestion Because I was like <laughs> Nobody likes you
1: Nobody likes poor Kylie <laughs>
0: And it was just uh, the timing of it as well just didn't make a lot of sense to me either. Like why why not? Why that moment? Why?
1: Because the boys the boys they're going to be the boys are going to be a bit preoccupied for a bit. Don't you think the boys the boys are going to be a bit preoccupied <laughs> for a bit? That was why. <laughs> she said it like five it times. Was
0: weird. Um, okay, then we go back to, uh, to Vavau, and Sue hits Christy for lying about... I loved it. It was a physical attack from Sue towards Christy. Because Christy
1: goes, I, I can't lie. And Sue just couldn't hold it in, just whacked her. <laughs>
0: We, you knew she had the idol. We all witnessed an assault and did nothing about it. Think, yes. Uh, so things are pretty weird. she's
1: the heart and soul of the tribe.
0: <laughs> so things are pretty weird. So Phoebe then throws Christy under the bus in the... She t-
1: really does. Okay, once again, another move I don't quite understand from Christy. Like, I mean, from Phoebe. I think it would have worked if the tribal hadn't been so weird. But I thought what would have been better to do would have been to, like, Grab Kate and, as a three, get out Sue. Like, once again, a move that is a good move, but I feel like there was a better move she could have done.
0: Sure, sure. Because
1: what did, Chris, like, did Christy think was happening? I think she thought that Connor was going to vote Sue, I guess. Weird, yeah. though, that she, she didn't... I don't know. I feel like Kate would have gone with them to get out Sue.
0: My favourite takeaway from all this was like all this happened in the time that it takes to clean a pot with water. Like literally Christy goes to stand up and leave and then and then Phoebe's like, we've got we to gotta get Christy right away. I was like, wow. wow, She knew.
1: She knew about the idol. She knew everything. She's a liar. All right, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, Christy. And also. But it works. Like they were all willing to vote out Christy.
0: And so Phoebe tries.
1: And Phoebe did not do great with baby Connor. She did not do a good job. I thought there's no way Baby Connor's going with her, but he did. It was weird. I don't like. She was just like, like she just came out as such an untrustworthy person, so willing to straight away throw her best friend under the bus. Like I just, like I don't get it. Why? Why were they going to go with her?
0: Well, that's it. I, I,
1: why wouldn't they want to get out, Phoebe? <laughs> I didn't get it. I
0: didn't think Connor would be able to switch Sue. Like no way. So I, Phoebe going. Well, first of all, why kind of listening to Phoebe after what <laughs> what she did to him last time? Like, don't <laughs> don't even entertain her voice in your ear at all. But yeah, yeah. So it was it was a, that that whole section was really weird for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Anyway, so we had the immunity, which was entirely physical. Yet I feel like they must have wanted. Sinapu to lose based on like what they did at the tribal council surely they were like this is a way we can make we can make things a bit more even but yet it just made the game weirder and another kind of tribe swap a kind of another weird thing I don't get it so anyway they're pulling the rowboats and then there's the turtle puzzle and it's Nick against Kate and Nick the the puzzle master gets the turtle puzzle, mm. and I think once again it was edited to make it look like they were closer than they were. They weren't close at all.
0: Also, everyone felt pretty bad for Kate when she lost that one, I think. Like, there was a round of applause for Kate from both sides. Well,
1: Kate felt bad. <laughs> poor <laughs> Kate.
0: Oh, man, poor everyone in Vavow at this stage. This poor is- everyone. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so then JP totally devalues the the phrase a massive advantage by saying you can watch Vavow's... <laughs> Tribal Council.
1: It was a massive advantage as to what it was in the end, though.
0: I know, I know. But, okay, here's what I was thinking at this point, right? I'm like, um, why only one person watching the Tribal Council? Because that is a... A massive opportunity, first of all, for Vival to not give that person anything. Like, just to go, well, we're gunning for this one. But they will. Yeah, I know.
1: They will give them everything. (laughs) And
0: also JP seemed to ask a lot of questions about last week, just so Brooke could really (laughs) soak it in.
1: I know. I thought that was kind of out of turn when he did that. I was like, JP. (laughs) No. Like, leave them alone.
0: (laughs) Um (laughs) <laughs> and but also I thought the other thing was Brooke's in such a power position there. Like they must have really trusted Brooke to bring information back.
1: Also, Brooke didn't do a great job. Anyway, so don't you also, how many shots of crabs have there been? Do they think that Phoebe is a crab? Because there is like at least three crab blue crab shots an episode. I'm really interested to see if the blue crab shots stop now that um Phoebe's out. Yeah. Because so many blue crab shots. <laughs>
0: Um, so then, uh, yeah. So then, uh, Christy makes a mistake of, of getting sticks. So Phoebe waits two and a half seconds before tossing her under the bus again. And then
1: she, and then she has another conversation with Phoebe where Phoebe just bullies Christie her little sister Christy out of the game, basically.
0: Oh, Pho- I thought Phoebe's game became like her game play became really exposed when she didn't have an idol protecting her. Like, it's just, right. it's like a lot of, um. Oh, I don't want to say flirting because I feel like that's uh, mean but a lot of like um sidling up to people like you know she literally was touching Connor's hand again um uh, and then all of a sudden his convictions kind of disappear a little bit as well and a lot, <laughs> a lot of throwing under buses and a lot He's of-
1: going through puberty. <laughs> he can't control his feelings. <laughs>
0: And then, and then we got like what I thought was like a winner's quote from Phoebe, which was like,
1: "You can't have a winner's quote this late in the season. That's not what a winner's quote is." Because <laughs> I remember that too.
0: Your definition of a winner's quote is like someone who says,
1: First episode."
0: Who says, "I'm going, I'm going
1: to win Survivor." I'm
0: going to win Survivor. Whereas my version of a winner's quote is usually, "This isn't life. This is a game." I'm playing to win, I'll do what I need to to win, which is kind of the, the I'll do what it takes quote, right? And we got one of sure. them from Phoebe. Well, she's not
1: a winner, is she, Matt? <laughs> 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 so we get to Tribal. Christy does not do well under pressure. She talks about how she didn't know the idol. Clearly no one believes her. Clearly Christy's going out. Christy goes through this emotional roller coaster. She's been trapped by Phoebe. Phoebe's completely stabbed her in the back. But then... It turns out this tribal, once again, a tribal where no one goes home. instead Brooke gets to pick someone. She decides to take Sue, which baffles me. Why pick Sue? I did not understand that at all. Take Kate. Surely you'd want to take Kate. She'd be the best one in challenges and she'd be and she's very trustworthy, like you could get everything out of it. You'd ask Kate any question. Kate tells you exactly what's been going on. I mean, I guess they don't know that. But Sue seemed like such a stupid choice.
0: I was asking a broader question at this point, Amberley, which was yeah. why the fuck are we not sending somebody home and why the hell True. are we allowing somebody observing a tribal council to take someone back to their tribe? What? Why all these damn Twists. This isn't how Survivor <laughs> works. You've, 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 there's a very simple function of Survivor, where people know what is happening, they know what they're voting for, and if you're going to twist stuff, you've got to allow people a chance to to process it and allow it to. Uh, change the game all of this thing just
1: there is so much seething rage under everything you were saying right now it's just like
0: i'm watching somebody meddle with something i love so much <laughs> and which is which is a survivor format and i'm just going like it's like watching an overprotective parent making kids play non-competitive musical chairs so nobody's feelings get hurt
1: but also because because they want the party to go on for a hundred days.
0: <laughs> they need. They commercially need this. Is, this has cost us a lot of money to send some people to an island. Can we please make this party last a while?
1: Hungry Jacks is not giving us enough money. <laughs>
0: We've had to give them four reward challenges, okay? We've got two out in the first half of the season, which is 28 days. So let's just try try and spread this out as much as possible. So then
1: now they've got four against ten. I don't remember who said this. Was it maybe JP? But they said, it's not the size of the tribe to fight, but the size of the fight in the tribe, which is stupid because they're never going to win. Right. Despite their fight,
0: no, no, they're, they're screwed. There's,
1: there's, yes, and we're
0: down to four now. And it was kind of like a, yes. it was, it was, it was a weird move at this phase. I think what the producers were trying to do was going well. There's no, there's going to be no give in this tribe right now. So at least if we could bring it to a two v two, we might have an interesting tribal next time. Um,
1: no, stupid. All right, episode three. <laughs> Sue goes back to Sinapu. She says I'm now the soft target I don't know You guys are never going to go to tribal, So it doesn't really matter Then we have a um, uh, Confessional where Phoebe says She's the power, power player um, Which is completely true And Christy mm. still has complete faith in Phoebe Which is so stupid Come on Christy oh, I mean I guess she just trusts her big sister And is just going <laughs> to go with her sister Oh, Then they set fire to the shelter Fire <laughs> But, which and, is just a metaphor,
0: and also surely, we, <laughs> and also don't we learn how useful Phoebe is in an actual crisis? Which is useless. She just literally just
1: holds her beans.
0: She looked She literally looked like she was willing to just watch the whole thing burn down. Which again, is that a metaphor? Completely. I don't know.
1: I feel like they set this all up for all of the metaphors. Then we go over to. Um, <laughs> um, to the, um, to Sinapu, where Nick has another clear the air session with someone who's voted him out, which is just another oh, him attacking someone who's <laughs> voted him out. There is no clearing the air. You did not clear the air with Jenna Louise and you did not clear the air with Sue. You just wanted to poke your little head in and say, ha-ha, I'm in a better position now. So, first
0: of all, in the preamble, like a little cutaway, Nick said something to his other tribe mates going, oh, I love Sue, yeah. It's like, no, you don't. Why, why are you saying... What? Why are you saying that? And then no, why did this showdown happen in the middle of the camp?
1: Yeah, come on. At least the Jenna Louise one was on a private beach.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, Nick, you idiot. And he's just interrupting and talking over the top of her. And I thought Sue came off well by just going, mate, mate like, what are you doing here? But, but again, he's yeah. just not a great no. listener. I All think.
1: right. he's not. You, you still like him though, yeah?
0: I do, I do. I think it's my... Okay, if I just had to touch on what I think my problem is right now with Australian Survivor is I feel like yep. all, all this talk about mateship and loyalty and trust is leading to a certain breed of player and all the interesting strong players are getting um, systematically edited to look like a villain and then tossed out so the audience feels some sort of satisfaction when they're tossed out. Do you think
1: that Nick's being... Being edited to be a villain. I think
0: he's being edited to be our next villain. Yes.
1: Hmm. All right. I disagree. I th- I think he, I think he is exactly what the producers want because they give him so much airtime. <laughs> He has all of the airtime, Matt. I
0: thought that about Phoebe. I thought that about Craig, and I'm just watching these good. And look, also Cat and Andrew got it, and I didn't like them at all. But but, <laughs> but I, I just I just feel like there just seems to be this uh, set them up, knock them down kind of thing going on with 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 good players. Sure, but um, to be fair,
1: like there are just so many people in this game, <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if we can't learn about them before they get tossed out, when will we learn about them?
1: Yeah. We have to learn about them, blah, blah, blah. So we have um, the immunity slash reward challenge, yes. which is where you spin around to release the puzzles, and then you get what Hungry Jacks is best known for, their breakfast.
0: <laughs> and the prize is <laughs> wet Hungry Jacks, yay. Did we,
1: did we know that Hungry Jacks did breakfast? I didn't.
0: No, no, no. And I think they, they just had to start competing against McDonald's, who are now doing breakfast all day. So some would say that's a better <laughs> breakfast, but no, Hungry Jacks, <laughs> And their fresh roasted coffee uh, is on Australian Survivor.
1: There is no way this HJ's tastes good. Have they just cooked it up in a HJ's <laughs> and then flown it over to I'm pretty Samoa? Pretty
0: sure there's no hungry Jacks in Samoa. You raise a very good point.
1: I don't think so. You
0: raise a very good point. Um, okay.
1: So in this in this challenge, we have more people sitting out of of Sinapu than there is in Vavau.
0: <laughs> so that's
1: always great. Vival, and of course, loses. Oh, of God. course, they lose.
0: Oh, God. They always lose. <laughs> They're never going to win. What I loved about this is that JP then goes, uh, you know, w- well done, Sanapu. Off you go. And then Connor very confusingly says, good luck, guys. Have fun. Good luck? What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's so hungry and tired. He doesn't know what's happening. He's got all of his hormones going through him. Poor baby Connor.
0: <laughs> okay. So then we have a gratuitous ad break, which is just more product placement. And I feel like... <laughs> Every time we mention Hungry Jacks, some... Hungry Jack's marketing person is just going and on the Australian Survivor podcast, Survivor mates, they mentioned our brand nineteen times. So I refuse to be added to their uh, return on investment anymore. So, uh, oh, and then we
1: have my favorite scene. We have my favorite scene, Matt. We have you know what happened next. It was my favorite.
0: No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like watching Spring Awakening. <laughs>
1: Spring Awakening was, is a much sexier than this. This was the sweetest, like the like so. Vo- Void of cynicism, like just nothing this pure has ever happened before in the history of Survivor.
0: Yeah, no, no, I want to hear you describe what happened.
1: So <laughs> Kate has a little nut in her hand and he, she sees baby Connor, her best friend in the game. Once upon a time, he gave her a little pat on the shoulder. So so they're really tight and she says, open your hand, Connor, and Connor cautiously opens his hand, scared for what what, what he may receive. Kate gives him the little nut and says, "Close your hand. This is my trust." Now Connor knows that he has Kate's trust no matter what because they're best friends and nothing can ever come between them. And in in and then he gives Kate a little bit of air that is his trust, and she holds that to her heart, and now they are one and they're best friends forever.
0: They're in love. They're so in love. <laughs>
1: so much but it's kind of sweet and i think for the, the, that type of player i think they are actually like set now like i think that was actually a really good play in that i think they will trust each other for the entire time and completely be there for each other for the entire time now i don't see them flipping against each other ever they gave each other the, their, their trust <laughs> matt
0: <laughs> it was beautiful. I loved it. I shed a tear. It was great.
1: Then once again, we see Phoebe kind of, kind of crackling down a bit and, um, and getting a bit too harsh on her little sister and saying, "Do not talk to anyone else," which was a bit of a red flag, obviously for which Christy. Which
0: makes no sense as well because if you were Christy, uh, f- f- like, uh, what do you mean? Do- don't talk to anyone. If if your plan is... Your, no, that's yeah.
1: the biggest red flag ever. <laughs> but she doesn't figure it out. She needs Kate to literally spell it out to her for her to understand. <laughs> and then she gets so smug. And I have to say, there is nothing I like less than smug Christy. It is not a good <laughs> colour on poor little Christy.
0: Well, okay. So it's kind of shaping up to be Phoebe versus Christy at the Tribal Council. And at this point I'm thinking, well, Phoebe's Phoebe's a better yeah. player. So she deserves to stay. Um, but maybe she's out of life. But
1: also she's been voted out like 20 times and survived. Like there's going to be a point where Phoebe's going to be voted out, surely. Sure. She can't keep saving herself every single time. She's done a great job to make it this far, but... You know.
0: How funny. You know. How funny was JP um grilling Christie at the tribal council. And
1: Christie just not <laughs> handling it well at all. Just being like, "Well, I won't answer that one. Well, I don't have an answer for that. No answers given. Sorry."
0: <laughs> she sounded like a petulant child just avoiding the question. It was so funny.
1: <laughs> no, she did not, she did not do a great job. But Didn't matter because Phoebe went out and that was a bit of a shock to me. I really thought Christy was going out.
0: See you, Phoebe.
1: And and Phoebe's like little quote at the end about like how she was pretty proud of the game she played and I was like, yeah, like you clearly got the game. There were some moves I didn't understand that you did, but you played hard, you played the best that you could and you actually did a really good job for the really tough spot you got put in because of the game. Yeah,
0: she really had a rough hand really dealt to her in this game. Yeah.
1: I mean, cat. She had to do with cat and Christine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and 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 next week we get first of all. The Merge.
1: Merge. Oh, also, also, also even better, looks, looks, looks like my favourite thing in Survivor, which is the Survivor Auction. auction. Yep. I love it so
0: much. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've got a good week coming. Maybe it's good. Maybe Australian Survivors. It's going to
1: be a different game from here on out. I really think so. Like post-Merge, when we don't have this big, big bully Sinapu against his poor, downtrodden Vival. I think – and because they're, they're small enough now that it's not going to be an us versus them. I think they're going to – like. I, I mean, I know mateship loyalty is a big thing in this season, but I have a feeling they're more likely to be like, all right, they're not an issue. Vavao's not really an issue to us. We can get them out at any time. Now we need to figure out – who in Sinapu has to go. Mm. So I think for Vow, the Vavar people who are left might be in a great spot. That's generally what happens in Survivor if it's a small tribe versus a big giant tribe that hasn't gone to tribal council in a long time, has a lot of things to air at, has to find out who their true alliances are. I think it's going to be real interesting.
0: I can't wait. <laughs> I think it's going to be so good.
1: <laughs> this was Survivor Mates. We had a great time and we were mates. It was really good. Goodbye. Hi